0: For me, it's eight eighteen p.m. on January fourth, twenty twenty-three. But for you, it's another episode of the Media Files, a podcast brought to you by RPGera.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me in my ever-evolving second chair is host of the Story of with Reagan Snyder. Reagan, welcome back to the Media Files. Thank you. What's the uh, What's the last time we had you on here? How many times uh, have we? Is this number two or three? I think this this is three. Last
1: time was over the summer.
0: We talked about Lightyear.
1: Uh, yes. And then we did black the black phone, and I was all out of oh, sorts. Oh, black remember? phone! I
0: forgot about that one.
1: Yeah, I. It was like right before we recorded it. I was telling you all about how my nephew almost drowned, and so I was oh super gosh. out of sorts. Remember?
0: What a... That was, I think that was in August. Uh, yeah. yeah was, but he's okay for everybody he's okay. listening.
1: Yes, he's okay. Thank goodness. It's not... Thank
0: the heavens. Not a good time, but he's good. Not a good time. But uh, you're still going strong on your podcast?
1: I am. I took a
0: couple weeks to myself over the holidays. Just, you know... Over the holidays, as, we, as one should.
1: Right. So I should pick up again back week. Or <laughs> what am I saying? I should pick up again next week i should be back
0: next week That's episodes the will be back we're all yes. looking forward to those oh thank you as you should i must and say it's a good podcast it's a <laughs> podcast with good production value good audio quality i'm a, I'm a stickler for uh audio quality and you've got good audio quality on your podcast
1: thank you it's it's uh been trial and error but we're getting
0: there well, you know, what? that's I think if we went back and listened to the early episodes of the media files, too, which I've not done. I should go back and listen to like the first three or five episodes just to be like, wow, that's what I used to do on this show.
1: Do you feel like you have to get brave to do it? Because I kind of I don't want to listen Ooh, to my early yeah. episodes, you know, you were just... you were
0: actually asking me. You were saying I should you should delete those early episodes, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We did talk about that.
0: And I said, don't do it. I said, they're there for learning, even though that's something that I haven't done, is go back and listen to mine. <laughs> How many episodes of the story of are there now?
1: 30 uh, something. I started it in March. I started a TikTok too, to kind of, you know, do shorter stories on there. Right. So that's been fun. But, you know, just I'm a busy mom, so I'm just trying my best.
0: 38 is what i show and this will be episode 136 of the media files
1: when did you what year did you start
0: oh gosh it must have been it was covid so it was probably around the summer of 2020 okay
1: Okay. good couple years
0: almost 150 episodes of the show can you believe that
1: good for you i'm proud of you I That's don't know. dedication. No, I do. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Gosh.
0: I don't know. Well, it helps that you enjoy it. That's true. That's true. It's a fun hobby. We get to talk about fun things, including what we're talking about today. This week, we are talking about glass onion. Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery, is the follow-up to 2019's breakout hit Knives Out by director Ryan Johnson. Benoit Blanc is back and is called upon to help solve a fake murder on a billionaire's private island when, unfortunately, a real murder occurs. Glass Onion was released in theaters on November 23rd, 2022, and on Netflix on December 23rd, 2022. It stars Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Janelle Monae, Catherine Hahn, Dave Bautista, Leslie Odom Jr., and a few others. This has been, I think, Netflix's biggest release for a movie in a while, and everybody's been talking about it. I know a lot of people that have watched this movie, and I want to say, before we get started, we are going to talk spoilers about Glass Onion because I don't think we can really give a good discussion about Glass Onion unless we really talk about everything that Glass Onion has to offer. So if you have not watched Glass Onion yet, this is a mystery movie, a murder mystery, and you don't want to get spoiled by this, I promise you. So go watch Glass Onion. You don't need to watch Knives Out first. Just watch Glass Onion. It's good. Go watch it and come back to this spot when you're ready. All that being said, here we go. Everything's on the table. Reagan. how did you feel about Glass Onion?
1: I loved it so much. I was entertained by it from beginning to end. Absolutely entertained. And that's what I look for in a movie, right? Some people like to dig a little deeper. They like to, to, you know, draw parallels to whatever. But I just like to be entertained. And that's what I got.
0: Now, were you a fan of Knives Out from a few years ago?
1: Yes, I really, really loved it i have watched I don't rewatch a ton of movies, but that is one that I rewatched multiple times and I especially love watching it with people who haven't seen it. It's one of those movies oh yes,
0: yeah. it's a super fun movie and i and i think I don't think anybody was like really. I don't know, like really looking forward to Knives Out when it came out. Right. Like we all just kind of assumed it was going to be a murder mystery movie. And that was that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it ended up really shocking a lot of people. I think it had a huge cast, a brilliant cast uh, led by Daniel Craig. Right. Of all people, James Bond was the lead of this film.
1: And he's great so great in it
0: you you know you're not really sure what to expect going into that now ryan johnson is a filmmaker that i like anyways i enjoyed uh one of his movies from about a decade ago called looper i also think that the last jedi while not a perfect movie not even maybe a good movie is the best of the new three star wars movies which is not i mean it's a low bar but i do think it's the best of the three i'll get some hate mail for saying that probably but uh I, I do believe that that's true. Um so I was I went into Glass Onion I think really expecting a lot, right? I think it had a lot to live up to coming after Knives Out and just how fun and kind of explosive Knives Out was. And I got to say I think it lived up to that expectation. I think that Glass Onion was exactly what we wanted and and expected out of a Knives Out sequel. It was a brand new mystery. It was a brand new huge ensemble cast and like you said it's just so much fun to watch on top of this like really massive murder mystery experience that you're getting you're also getting just i mean like a lot of comedy a lot of jokes that land really really well a lot of physical comedy between the characters and it, and i you know i got to think it's so much fun to be on the set of a movie like this because these characters seem like they are having an absolute blast the entire time they're filming it.
1: Yeah, I agree. All of it. All of it. The the costumes, the acting, the the characters, all of it. This the cinematography, the scenery, just,
0: yeah, and you know when you're when you're watching a movie with a cast like this, I, you know, i I named the cast as Edward Norton and Daniel Craig and Dave Batista, Leslie Odom jr. Catherine Hahn. when you're watching a movie with a cast like this, you almost expect to be taken out of the movie because every face is so recognizable. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel that way watching this movie. I actually these characters are so over the top that you buy into the characters that each of these actors are playing, I think, or at least I did right yeah, i really yeah. like buy into these over the top really kind of awful characters each one is kind of a scoundrel in a way right but also so much fun to watch and it helps that all of the actors are so much fun to watch not the least of which Daniel Craig doing this incredibly hokey southern accent oh which my is just gosh. It's the incredibly best. charming and fun right yeah. but you get Dave Bautista who's a professional wrestler turned actor and I think has just made a hell of a career for himself in acting I think he's just honestly made a fantastic turnaround into this acting career and he's always so much fun to watch and he's sometimes he's over the top and way too big and sometimes he's not sometimes he knows when to cool it down and really have some good acting chops and he does um there's just so much to watch in this movie so much to look for and i think that like you said y- you like to re-watch knives out i think that glass onion is a movie that rewards re-watching as well
1: yeah i i definitely i've only seen it once i definitely want to watch it again i actually i had to have a root canal It's been about a year and they were like, pick a movie, just here's, you know, here's the remote, pick a movie and it knives out is what I chose for my root canal and I still love it. And I think that this one was, I think we talked about it, didn't we? I asked you if you liked the first or second one better. And my opinion on that was they are both equally as good in different ways because they are totally different stories the only recurring character was benoit right
0: right yes yeah you know i i think too like you said they're good for different reasons right and i i think that's true i think that you get a lot of really like unique aspects between these movies despite being technically sequels to each other um But at the same time, it doesn't feel like a huge departure from the first. It does feel like a Knives Out movie. Yes. And, you know, I I read an article that said that Ryan Johnson originally didn't want a Knives Out mystery as part of the title of this film. And that's fine. Everybody's been just been calling it Glass Onion. I think the Netflix title card just says Glass Onion on it. Uh, But the official title is Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. I think it's fine to tie those things together and to give it kind of like that public consciousness boost, like, oh, it's a Knives Out sequel, right? Uh, But it also makes me hopeful that this is going to turn into like a 10 movie franchise, right? I'm really hopeful that we see Benoit Blanc come back over and over and over again for multiple movies. And you know what? It can be something different every single time. Just get six new huge actors every time and I would be totally okay with it I think it would be a blast
1: yeah I agree there's definitely it it did feel Knives Out-ish and I really like that and I admire that they were able to do that with a totally different story and I think (laughs) so my brother didn't like Knives Out I Uh, I know I know I don't think
0: anybody I've met has not liked that movie
1: I know same he's the only one and I'm like why didn't you like it and he's like well the twist that you know it wasn't it was so predictable and this and that and i think he went into it expecting it to be something that it is intentionally not trying to be and you know with with mysteries and thrillers and horrors right now i feel like so many of the twists and plots have been done and the people who are creating horror movies and thrillers have to really get creative to, for their movie to be well-liked, I guess. Um, because most people don't like predictable, right? They like sure, to, sure. You like everybody be likes a good twist. Um, and so I think that's what he was expecting. Like, okay, let's see what the twist is. That is going to make or break this movie. And for me, the twist was predictable in the first one. But I didn't care because everything else was so well done, just like it was in Glass Onion, which I feel like the twist, I guess, if you want to call it that. I just, I loved everything about how it was done. I love how it led up to one point and then it started over again from another point of view.
0: And. You know, it actually, for a strange name for a movie, Glass Onion, I think that the name does tie in very well in multiple ways here. Uh, But like you said, the twist being... Predictable. I actually didn't see the twist of Knives Out coming at all, and maybe I'm stupid. That's probably the case, or maybe I just like Anna De to Armas too much. Uh, but I, <laughs> I really didn't see that coming at all. This one I saw coming a mile away, I think, and I I didn't have all the pieces put together in my head, and I'm glad that the movie kind of helped me through that. But I I did see the ending to this one coming, but like you said, it didn't ruin the experience for me because it was about the journey to get there. Yeah, and those and all. Of of those small pieces intertwining so gosh darn well that you think you're watching, right? And you think you're paying attention. And then they say, well, you missed this. You missed this. And you missed this. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I didn't see that or I didn't hear that line or something. You know, there's there's always something And I didn't mind. I didn't mind that I saw the twist coming because I didn't know how the twist was going to happen and how the twist was going to happen was more important than the actual twist.
1: Yeah, I remember reading something on on story writing and it always stuck with me. It's it doesn't matter if the twist is big or not. It's the people are reading or watching or whatever to see how you arrive to that twist to the ending and And, like you said, like every element in the movie is so well intertwined into the plot, and just all of it. It's almost like this big puzzle, and the writer just put it together just so so it's entertaining so it's it just checks every box for and a good I think movie. what's
0: impressive is is making such an interconnected kind of really f- finely tuned, finely tweaked story like that also feel really over the top. In a lot of ways, right? Like this island that they're on is so bombastic. It's so huge and everything is just crazy. I mean, there is a car sitting on a glass ceiling inside of a glass bubble. There is the literal Mona Lisa sitting inside of this dining room, right? That you are just dreading something happening to the entire movie. I mean every single time. Over
1: and over. So the tension's building because you're like, oh, something's gonna happen. Every every single time you watch
0: it, you're like, something's happening to this. So, uh, gonna be- <laughs> it, there's no reason to show it this much if you're not going to stab right. it right or spill wine on it. Who knows? Um, but it's just everything is just so incredible over the top, but with a really finely tweaked story. And I think that's a that's a really fine balance to play. And I, I think about too Batista's character. I keep coming back to Batista because I think he impressed me so much. On a side note, I think they could have done a lot more with Catherine Hahn in this movie, knowing what Catherine Hahn is able to do. I love uh, her. I think I think they underused her. They used Janelle Monae perfectly. Uh, I, I for the first half of the movie, I kept thinking, why is Janelle Monae so stiff and wooden? Like, what is going on yeah. here? Why isn't Janelle Monae pulling out her acting chops? She feels so fake. Yeah. And, you know, tricks on me. Right. Yep. That's actually part of the plot, part of the story. Uh, yep. But. Dave Batista, I mean yelling at cameras and the the choking scene, right? These yeah. scenes are just ridiculous to watch and feel so perfect in this in this really really sweet inter- intertwined story. The the bottle of Jeremy Renner's hot sauce. I mean, it's just Oh yeah, the, I forgot about that. the little details here and there that are so over the top but make the story worth it i was so impressed yeah. i'm so impressed with it
1: uh, me too i honestly from just from a writing standpoint like man i don't think i could ever craft such an amazing i'm not
0: smart enough yeah
1: no I me, mean, yeah it just my brain doesn't work like that so i'm just if i had to give one word to this movie it's impressed I'm impressed by all of it. It just all came together beautifully.
0: Now you did mention the acting performances. You mentioned uh, the cinematography, this beautiful island, lavish house. I want to talk for just a second too about the costumes in this movie, the the costuming and the wardrobe in this movie because I could not stop looking away from a lot of the wardrobe that's being worn in this film uh and i think for every character there's just a oh brilliant gosh. amount of color think, and clothes going on
1: i think yeah the the dress is everything when um I, janelle Monet, what's her character's name Andy. Uh which
0: one? Andy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Andy, yeah. Yes. The first one, when she steps out and she's introduced into the movie, she's, she looks so stunning. It's like striking. It's she's got that.
0: I mean, like a queen.
1: Yes. Her hair, her skin glows, but, and then her dress, her bright dress. I just, that stood out to me because against her dark skin, it's just striking And then, yeah, I started paying attention to all their outfits. They just, the costumes. And I think my favorite costume was when they're all swimming. And I always say his name wrong. Benoit Blanc. Is that right? Benoit
0: Blanc. His little swimming outfit.
1: (laughs) When he's swimming. It's so perfect for his character.
0: That's when I realized that they were doing something really unique with the costumes in this movie is when he comes out in this it's it's a it's like a a, a one piece 1920s like it's like a full shirt button up, it's not one piece it is too but it's just so bananas looking and he looks so incredible right you have to you have to admit that daniel craig is a very very handsome man Yeah, and he's and he's got this this ascot tied around his neck at the same time. It (laughs) is just so fantastic
1: to watch this happen. I love his not just his accent but his speech, the 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 writing done for him. My favorite line from him was when so Kate Hudson always kind of plays the same like party girl, which she did in this movie. And she's, you know, that character that's kind of unlikable where, you know, those people who are like, I'm not being mean. I'm just telling the truth. I'm just speaking yes, the yes. truth. She's one of those people. And he says to her, it's a dangerous thing to mis- to mistake speaking without thought for speaking the truth, don't you think? And I just loved that line. He says that to her because she's like, oh, I I just say it like i see it and he called her out
0: i uh i think my favorite line it. from the entire thing is when they realized that she thought sweatpants were made in sweatshops
1: <laughs> that sweatshops were specifically for and, and making her, sweatpants
0: like her facial expression was just kind of like a like a duh or like how yeah. could i be blamed for that yeah i Died. I mean, it, she's so good at it. And and there's I mean, there's so much, like you said, play on her acting history to. Yeah. there, Right. To kind of bring in this weird villainous side of her as that yeah. character. Also, I yeah. just loved it. She was wonderful in it. She it was, was so fun watching all of these characters together. Everything about this movie just comes together so nicely. It's a movie I'll rewatch and I will happily rewatch this movie because I thought it was so much fun. Yep. Me too couldn't agree more everything we talk about on the media files we do give a very stupid and utterly arbitrary rating to Reagan how do you arbitrarily rate glass onion
1: uh I'm gonna give it 10 Mona Lisa's
0: oh wow yeah, yeah out of wait out of 10
1: 10 out of 10 oh yeah
0: this is a 10 out of 10 for you huh
1: yeah I thought you know like it's gotta be pretty perfect to be a 10 maybe it'll maybe I'll give it a nine but you know what Yolo right
0: yellow is yeah, that what the kids say absolutely yeah. that's what i always say yellow yeah. yeah i uh i rate glass onion as a uh, as a diamond onion still see through oh but a, a lot more valuable than glass i think that this was just so much fun to watch oh, that's what a, a good rating. what an absolute joy gosh you know what i really really hope they make the, i i know that netflix already has a contract for one more but oh, do with they? the yeah there I is there's that. at least one good. more coming uh but with the outstanding success of this movie i i have to pray and hope and you never know with netflix right netflix could cancel the third one tomorrow because that's what they do
1: yeah freaking netflix Netflix,
0: but somebody i i was reading an article today about how netflix is like a morgue of really good shows like it's like (laughs) tons of awesome shows that were canceled way too early
1: right why
0: American Vandal DOA like I'll never forgive him I'll never forgive him I hate that Santa Clarita Diet Everybody's mad about that one.
1: Oh, did that get can- What season did it get to I think that got
0: three Did you not watch that one That seems like your kind of I, show Santa Clarita yeah, Diet Yeah
1: I started two And I kind of dropped it
0: Okay I, I figured that would have been Right up your alley
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's been a few years. Maybe I'll try it again and see <laughs> see how I feel. I'm I'm hit
0: or miss. You never know with me. Well, when there is a new Knives Out mystery movie, we'll be talking about it right here, but that's all the time we've got for this week. But we do want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files. And thank you again, Reagan, for taking the time and being here this week. Thanks for having me. The Media Files is provided by RPGera.com. Technical assistance is provided by Brian. And the producers are Sack and Zanku. I'm on Instagram at Brewstuff. That's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H. Or at the RPG Air Discord with the link in the show description. Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to, and until next time, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later.